my Bollywood nerds, you are welcome to The Gist, where I'll basically be telling you about places I've been to that I think you should know about, and my opinions on certain things that are Bollywood related. Um, But today, I will be telling you my Bollywood story. Um, It's been a long time coming, and I do think now is the time for me to tell you guys how I became the Bollywood nerd. So... Let's go on this journey. Um, I watched my first Bollywood film in 2007, I think. Um, I was in school and I was having a pretty rough day, to be quite honest. And I got back to my dorm and my roommate gave me her laptop and I watched Kuchi Kuchi Hotahe for the first time. And it made me cry. I'm a sucker for love. And yeah, it was such a good film. I was quite shocked that I actually liked it because I'd never seen a Bollywood film before and I wasn't really sure what to expect from the film. Shah Rukh Khan, obviously I fell in love with him instantly and it was just, it was a new experience for me. I've always been very open-minded to different languages but this was a first for me and I love the music, I'm a music head, I've always been a music baby. So the music was beautiful, it definitely caught my attention and it helped me to fall in love just as the characters fell in love. I found the story just I found the story just really beautiful and endearing. And I think one of the things that stuck with me the most is that no matter how much we try to plan love, we never really can tell what in what ways it would go and we do have the capacity to love more than one person. So it was a really beautiful story. It, yeah, I'm blushing as I'm talking about it. But after that, I didn't see another Bollywood film for maybe a couple of years. Um, and that was, I came home for the holidays, I think two or three years later or something. And my brother had Dave Daz at home. I needed something to watch. And that was like the only thing in the house. I didn't even know how he got a hold of the film and stuff. And I watched it. And I was like, wait, what the heck is happening here? The biggest surprise for me was how grand and majestic Dave Daz was. The the settings and the the lights, the my god, the the set design. Ah, it was so elaborate that I felt like I was watching, you know, like Aladdin or something on a completely different scale. And again, the music really caught my attention and it was such a tragic love story that I could never get the image of it out of my head. And again, it stuck with me. Plus, once again, Uncle Shah Rukh Khan was in that film, helping us to break our hearts. And then that was the first time I ever saw Ashwari Ray, who to me is still one of the most beautiful women that has ever graced the screen. Um, and then once again, there was another huge gap and I didn't watch a Bollywood film again till I went for my NYSC in 2010, 2009-2010. And at this point, I wasn't even interested. A friend of mine, whose name is Banke, was harassing me to come and watch, you know, Bollywood films with her because she at the time was a major geek. And I caved, but I didn't really enjoy the experience because the first film she made me watch was Anjani Anjana. And I was just like, uh, it was so badly done. My God, it was so badly done. And even though I do love Priyanka and Rambir a lot right now, I feel like the story had a lot of potential, but it was badly executed. 
think one of the things that I could not get over was the fact that after Priyanka had had her accident, she got up in the hospital with a full face of makeup. I'm like, guys, are you afraid to make them look bad? Like, physically? Anyway, so it just didn't make sense to me and stuff, even though eventually it, the concept of it kind of caught on because, you know, you've seen p- films like The Bucket List and all of that. But I wasn't too interested. And then I ended up watching Students of the Year, which I actually found a bit interesting. Uh, but, um, yeah, it didn't catch on enough for me to be too invested in it uh, and stuff. Um, yeah, so... It was not until 2015 when Z World was introduced to Nigerian cable or DSTV as we call it that I finally caught the bug, the Bollywood bug. Um, the first shows that came on was Lali and Married Again. And to me, those are still the best shows that Z World has given us in Nigeria. And everything else I was not too interested in. But I was so taken by the concept of how family. Um, is portrayed on screen the colors that um, you know are just a huge part of Indian culture it's such a beautiful visual experience to to have um, when you see that much beauty you know in different ways on screen and then we now watched a film called Viva and I was yeah that was it for me I was just like yeah okay it was such a simple story but told in such a beautiful way and i'm a romantic at heart see i'm a hopeless romantic so bollywood feeds people like me quite well <laughs> you know and it doesn't help that there were beautiful people um shahid kapoor and then the girl that actually played viva they were so beautiful and the love that viva's father had for her was one that made me it struck me a lot because you know, it, it, it hit very close to home, things that I have been yearning for in my life. I won't get too personal and stuff, but it was such a beautiful film. And then from there, I was like, heck, I need to find more Bollywood films to watch. And at that point, I wasn't too interested in Z World anymore, but I started to do my own research. It was also the time when unlimited data was unlimited data. So I was downloading everything. And I started from what I knew. So I first of all made a list of all the Shah Rukh Khan films I could find because he's the first person I knew. And then I was also able to find Student of the Year again. So I rewatched Student of the Year and then I watched um, Dilwale, Dilwale, Dunia, DDLJ basically. And then I watched Kabikushi Kabigam. At that point, I was on a roll. Kabikushi Kabigam just... See, the, there's a way that Karan... Um, creates family dynamics in a film that I find just beautiful because that whole institution of family you know even when there's a slight level of dysfunction he still weaves in the fact that love all is always what binds us and love is what conquers all within a family structure you know and he finds different ways to show how love works within that whole system i just it's really beautiful and you know when you hear kabikushi kabigam what comes to mind is ah no it's beautiful 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 but yeah so i started with shahrukh khan films i did um k3g i did my name is khan which made me cry stupidly because i saw a different side of um 
Shahrukh Khan that I had never seen before and it was so beautiful I still feel like Karan is the best director for Shahrukh because he's the only person who has been able to bring out different sides of Shahrukh Khan outside of him outside of Shahrukh Khan the romantic Shahrukh Khan is an amazing actor but he has been boxed into a charming lover and I feel like there's more to him if he's attached to the right directors who are not afraid of the star and are willing to push the talent and so far for me at least in my opinion Karen is the only person who's been able to pull out a different side of him so yeah my name is Khan was next then I watched Om Shanti Om which kind of went over my head a little bit and stuff but it wasn't so bad um, and then I found We Are Family with Kajol and I guess it just went from there. I started looking for review shows on YouTube so that I could find the films that were available currently and not just older films and that was how I found Film Companion um, with Anupama Chopra, then I found Rajiv Masand and then I found Sunil Gosavi, then he was working with uh, the review jockey and stuff. So between them and then lots of research on the internet i just started finding films to watch and i literally went on a binge for about two years i had a lot of time on my hands i've always been self-employed but then i was also at a point where my health had taken a bit of a beating so i couldn't do as much work and the ways to keep myself active uh was to watch a lot of stuff and that just so happened to be bollywood because my interest had been peaked beyond I just want to watch a film and then a Japanese animation but that isn't relevant to this particular episode so yeah I went on a binge and the thing with me is that when I'm when my interest is really piqued about something I go anal on the research and stuff I don't know if any of my nerds here can relate to that but I just go I go I go in and sometimes overboard but it's a good thing because I guess it just helps me to create a taste for something out of the ordinary. So from my research and stuff, I started to discover new actors based on whatever film I watched. If I found an actor that I really liked, then I'd try and find the person's filmography and then look for films I wanted to watch. Um, some of the earlier films that I watched that completely blew me away was Barfi. Barfi is such a special film. It's such a special film. That was when I fell in love with Rambir and Priyanka. Because I was like, yo, the way... No. <laughs> it was beautiful. And it's a film that has so little dialogue. It ha- it's very Charlie Chaplin-esque in its approach to certain things. But you see, it was, it was a film that was literally based on acting. Just acting. There was little to no dialogue. We had to watch these characters come to life based on the personality and the circumstances and the experiences of their lives. I personally feel that, um, I think it's Anurag Basu now, did not need to borrow um, from, uh, what's that film called? The Notebook to finish his film because the film was a beautiful film in itself. It didn't need the backup. Uh, and stuff but I also understand that like he said he paid homage to the film in some way I just didn't feel like it was necessary he could have ended that film in whatever way he wanted to and it would still have been amazing because he had a stellar cast to work with and stuff so 
Barfi stuck to me and then I discovered Ramveer through Bam Bajabara I literally watched that film around the time it came out and I was like okay you know or maybe a couple of years after but yeah I fell in love with Ramveer from there that was my first film with him Anushka didn't really catch on for me but Ramveer did but the combination of both of them was it was awesome it was the perfect rom-com for me at the time and I I I yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've watched Ban Bajabara. There are quite a few Bollywood films that I've watched over and over and over again because they were the complete package for me. The music was so awesome that I kept watching, I kept listening to the music. The film in itself was so awesome. And then it's just, they're feel good films, films that don't require too much from you but give you enough to keep you entertained and happy, you know, and stuff. And that's kind of how the entire journey took place. Um, I became very interested in the language and I started to pick up little things from Hindi that, you know, you know, when you watch a film with subtitles over and over again, eventually you start to pick up bits and pieces of the language. I haven't yet found someone to teach me though, because I do want to learn Hindi soon uh, and stuff. But yeah, that's basically how the journey started. And then I think about two to three years in, a couple of my friends started telling me, you know, slowly that you should start a blog for Bolly for Bollywood or you should start something for Bolly because you know so much. Every conversation that I had that had to do with film and TV always and I always ended up dialing it back to Bollywood because I had studied the industry so much. I knew about the directors, the producers, the actors, how the films work, um, you know, how they use music to sell the films, why the mu- why the movies are so musical in the first place, a lot about the culture, the cultural structure, so many things that you know basically built the entire industry that I could I could apply and see how they could be applied to different industries, specifically um, the Nigerian movie industry, and it just I just always had enough to say about it that people felt that I had become. Uh, what would you call it now? I hate the word thought leader, but like a, a thought leader in that regard as a foreigner who consumes Bollywood content and stuff. And I've been shying away from the idea of it. I don't know. I feel I tend to hesitate a lot about the things that I really love to do that I am required to share. It's a bad habit, but it took me a while to actually say, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can't. And I've been toying with the idea for years. Oh, wow. I mean, since 2015. That's five years before now. Um, and stuff. But eventually, I started I started to warm up to the idea. Because before The Bollywood Nerd, I used to write movie reviews from time to time um, on a blog that I used to run back in the day. And it's not, writing comes to me naturally. So I, I was like, this isn't something that requires too much effort for me because I already enjoy it. I think it was me overthinking the process and then at the same time, you know, thinking about the fact that I'd have to be consistent now and it become a responsibility. All the usual excuses that most people have when, they don't, when they're trying to <laughs> avoid something that they love to do um, and stuff. But then it took the pandemic the beloved Corona to get me to decide that that was what I was going to do. And then the Bollywood nerd was born. Now, initially I wanted it to start as a YouTube channel. Um, 
started learning and trying to figure out how to edit properly when it comes to videos. And that in itself was a lot of work. But I had decided at that time that I was ready to do it. Um, and the name Bollywood Nerd just literally popped into my head. Really. It was inspiration. And I told my friend about it. Um, his name is Emil and he's a filmmaker and a scriptwriter. And he was one of the people who kept encouraging me to do it. We had so many conversations about the Bollywood Nerd. And he just, he was my cheerleader from the beginning, <laughs> you know. And a few of my friends had, you know, mentioned it and said, do it. But he was the one person who consistently encouraged me to go ahead and do it. So I, I shot my first episode one night just to see how it goes, which maybe might see the light of day. But then I decided to start with Instagram because it's my most familiar platform and it's the platform that I understand the most. And I decided to start with writing as well because that's what comes to me the easiest. And like I said, hence the Bollywood Nerd was born. Uh, and it took on a life of its own. I'm as intentional about content as I can be. And I enjoy watching Bollywood films. So sitting down to watch and then eventually write it's fun for me. I enjoy it. And I'm quite shocked at how well it has been received by people. You, my Bollywood nerds, have kept me motivated. Um, and I'm not just saying that because if you had not been receptive, there's a high possibility that I might not have continued and stuff. But I met Bollywood nerds who are legit Bollywood nerds. You guys need to see what goes down in the DMs. Some of my Bollywood nerds, eh, I think they're even more nerds than I am, Seth. I won't mention names, but I might tag them in the comment section or in the caption. And you see, that in itself was an energy that just kept me going and encouraged me. And then some things happened that I did not even see coming. I had less than 100 followers when Dharma Productions reached out to me and asked me to be part of their reaction video for um, Gunjan Saxena, the Cargill Girl. That particular, see, you should have seen me, guys. I was on my way back from um, Lagos to Abuja, and I decided to do a road trip, which I don't do. And I, it was long, it was tiring, it was frustrating. And the DM came in, and I was shocked beyond my wildest imagination. And that happened. And that was when I was like, okay, do you guys know how much I love Dharma Productions? I mean, I've spoken about Karen way too many times in this. Uh, and stuff that happened and then not long after a few actors that I might write about would you know repost my stories on their stories and that was really really encouraging then Sunil Gosavi who I've been talking about who's a reviewer actually acknowledged me when I sent him a DM and he's become I'd say a DM buddy I won't say we're friends per se, but he does listen to me and he accommodates my <laughs> my fangirling without being, you know, this thing about it, which is cool because he's one of the, the reviewers that I really look up to outside of Anupama and Rajiv. And then um, I think one of the biggest highlights was when Abhimanyu Dasani um, entered my DM. So I posted about him. I was raving about Marco Dardni Yota. And yo, we actually legit had a conversation in my DMs, which I will not show you guys. And I was, see, I was so kind. No, I was, see, I just went, I, ugh, I, I'm the ultimate fangirl. You guys can't understand it until you see how dramatic I am in my posts. 
but it was so enduring and he accommodated me and even though i still haven't posted the review because i feel like all the energy i I threw into raving about the film kind of took the review out of me but it was really lovely that he did that and because of him gideon okeke then reposted and you know responded to my comment on his own post see let's not go into it let's just say that i've achieved so many beautiful milestones in such a short period of time that i cannot see myself not going forward with this and i'm happy that i finally agreed to do it and stuff so in a nutshell which is about 20 minutes long um that's my bollywood story and that's how i became the bollywood nerd so going forward there will be still a lot of content coming from me i hope to engage with you more and hopefully do some you know instagram live uh chats and stuff and then eventually we will grow i believe into a podcast and a youtube channel let's see how it goes but for now thank you very much for being on this journey with me and for constantly giving me a reason to keep going uh i think i'm out of english now (laughs) but i do love bollywood i love the indian culture and it's been a genuine pleasure to actually be someone who has you know experienced and been entertained by what bollywood has to offer and with that my people your bollywood nerd is out Hi, the Bollywood nerd. Uh, it's really nice knowing someone cares so much about Indian movies. Um, over time, men have told friends that I could binge on Indian movies for like forever. They've always made it seem like, what the hell am I watching? Like, is it not all that dancing and everything? But I think one thing for me that has always stood out for for me with Indian movies is they are culture and the way they express their culture like they're so vibrant that it's like it's almost life if you could like use that term so yeah i think i think that's one thing for me and then okay i'm not really a big fan of <laughs> Ashura. <laughs> like i know a lot of people don't understand it because i mean i've been watching indian movies for that long but i don't know why i just don't really vibe with her anyway anyhow i'm um, looking forward to more podcasts 